Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's go ahead and get started with our guest today. Our first question in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'll try to be concise for sure. Not easy for, for a New Yorker like me with the gift of gab, which we, uh, we spoke about earlier. But, um, you know, in terms of uh, who I am, I, I'm uh, the CEO and founder of Contango IT, an IT uh, services company based in Midtown Manhattan, but we work globally. Um, I'm also the uh, co-founder and managing partner of GRC, a cybersecurity compliance company. Um, between my two companies, we have uh, about 75, more than 75 people now. Um, and um, just uh, very grateful that we've been able to thrive during these these tough times, and uh, you know, just keep want to want to keep kicking butt, taking names. <laughs> that sounds great. Let's all do that together. I like that. Yeah. Question number two: What's the best thing about working with a team? Um, well, when I started my company, I wanted to be an NBA basketball coach because I wanted to coach people, um, and uh, and it wasn't working out in that area, even though I was on CBS Sports and Newsday blogging and stuff like that when I was younger. Um, but nowadays, uh, you know, my favorite part of working with teams is, is, is leading a team, actually. I love maximizing strengths. I love minimizing weaknesses. I love getting the most out of my players. I absolutely feel like that's something that's a unique ability that I get to do is motivate people and get them to, to grow. Um, you know, one of our first core value is to stay in contango. Contango is a client's expression. It means the future is higher than the present. That's what we strive for, constant improvement, yada, yada, yada. And, um, with that said, we're just all about growing, uh, growing personally and growing professionally. So that's my favorite part about um, working with a team is watching everyone do that with us together. Mm. I really like that you focus on growth, both the company, but also the individual, because that's such a key driver to the company's success. As if well, when people are, yeah, when people are happy at home, um, you know, when they're happy with themselves, they work harder and smarter and, you know, they like what they're doing. So it's absolutely, we want them to be happy in all aspects. You know, Tony Robbins says progress is happiness, right? So, we, you know, we always want everyone to be making progress, whether it's personally or professionally. That's a great comment, and it leads really well into our next question, which is, I hear from other leaders of teams that it's a challenge to get team members engaged. What are your thoughts? I think ownership and measuring, you know, so to get people engaged, I think you have to let them self-manage a little bit and give them KPIs, key performance indicators to make sure that they can self-manage their productivity. I mean, you know, Peter Drucker, the godfather of management says, if you're not measuring it, you can't improve it, right? So we measure everything here in terms of productivity, in terms of, um, you know, satisfaction, in terms of the core values. Our guys are graded on the core values and they self-grade on the core values every six months. Um, and, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think that letting them own their own numbers, you know, and letting them grade themselves you know, it was a good way for them to own it and, uh, and, and, you know, and focus on their own growth. I really like that. That's a great approach to let people within reason self-manage and that's, sure. uh, it's, it's empowering to let them do that. Yeah. Let the numbers do the talking, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Great comment. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Um, being in peer groups, I think, is really important. I learned so much from, you know, being in organizations like Entrepreneurs Organization, EO, or Vistage, um, you know, and, and learning from my peers and watching great, you know, going to great seminars, reading great books, um, 
you know, definitely for other peers that are leading teams, you know, there's a lot of good tricks to the trade. I think one of my favorite books ever is uh, Leadership and Self-Deception uh, mm -hmm. by the Arbinger Institute. It's, that, I, I think it's my favorite leadership book by far. Um, also Hiring for Culture, Firing for Culture, you know, you can read a lot about that in books like Who, The A Method of Hiring or Traction, uh, which is about the entrepreneur operating system. So um, I think reading a lot and being with a lot of other leaders and, and just being obsessed with learning and growing as a leader is is the right way to, to do it. I mean, you have to learn from others. You know, that's one of my tricks or whatever you want to call it. You know, just make sure everyone around me is smarter than me, you know? Right. Great comments. I like that a lot. My pleasure. Question, question number five. What other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Well, my, my, my chapter here in New York uh, at Entrepreneurs Organization, which is an international organization of entrepreneurs that really want to grow, um, you know, every, you know, people in my, my individual forum, you know, help me, um, the, the leadership team there helps me, all the peers there um, help me, my Vistage coaches help me, um, but, you know, individuals that I try to emulate, um, you know, some of them are in the business you know, and they own IT companies. And I'm just like, wow, you just sold your company for, you know, $30 million. Like, I want to learn from you. How did you do that? Right. Or um, people that are speakers and, and, and motivators of different kinds of things, whether it's emotional intelligence, all the way to just coaching, you know, you know, coaching entrepreneurs. So um, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, that I think of, and certainly my wife, you know, I mean, you know, she is an amazing, you know, leader and she leads us at home and, and, um, and she's an entrepreneur in her own way, you know, even though she, she, she has a job and she works for a company, but she's a hustler and, and I get to learn from her as well. So, um, you know, I, I think all those people are, are my inspiration for sure. Great recognition of all those people, especially your wife. I always appreciate those who recognize the family members that have been close to them, whether it's parents or whether it's siblings or in your case, a spouse. I think that's fantastic. Definitely. Last question. Tell us about your first job. My first job or my first hustle, you know, those are, <laughs> those are different. The first way I made money or the first way, the first person I worked for, Good you know, question. so well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the easy one is, you know, I, I, at, at 13 years old, I was kicked out of my third summer camp um, for not being able to, to, I guess, follow the, you know, I, I'm, I've always been someone who, you know, goes against the grain, I guess. Um, and my dad put me in the pits of the mercantile exchange and the, tra the trading pits. So I was 13 years old and I was a runner on the trading floor in Manhattan. So, and everyone was like, you know, freaking out because E-Trade came out and, and everyone was thinking they were going to lose their jobs. And, you know, it's a disgusting environment. They're animals, right? Buying, selling, screaming, yelling, kicking, cursing. It really was a disgusting environment. And actually, that was the summer I learned the word contango. It was my AOL screen name at the time. Um, and it was my band name when I was 15. So actually my first job, I was a runner on the, on the commodities exchange in the gold and silver futures and options pit. And I learned about the contango expression. It means the future's higher than the spot or the present. And I was like, I love that word. I love that idea. And then that stayed with me literally till today. So my first job actually had a very relevant um, impact on my life and my career and now my company name. Absolutely. I like that. That's a great story. That's uh, That shows a lot of continuity from the first till current. So I, I love that. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking that until you said it. I was like, actually, that is my first job. My <laughs> my first hustle is I sold a used car 
you know, with a fake ID that I bought at an auction, you know, under basically a fake name. So that was when I was like, I don't know, it was my first entrepreneurial adventure when I was, I think, 15 or 16 years old. Um, so that, so, you know, that's just, you know, in college, I started a trash pickup company and a promotion agency. So just always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So, you know, I worked for people and also was able to, you know, hustle a little bit and make my own way. You bet. I love it. I love it. Danny, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, How can people pleasure. find you? Um, certainly, uh, you know, on LinkedIn, Danny Mizrahi, uh, Contango IT, C-O-N-T-A-N-G-O IT. Um, and, um, and that's an easy way to get with, get to me. My, our website, www.contangoit.com, C-O-N-T-A-N-G-O-I-T.com. Um, happy to help out on anything technology related, even if it's second opinion, advice. Uh, between our 75 people and four areas of expertise, I'm sure we can help out even if it's you know, brainstorming. So we'd love to help. That sounds great. Thank you for that generous offer. My pleasure. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to teamengagementpodcast.com and download our Engagement Booster tip sheet. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day.